Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is the all new evening runway. I'm Elliot Danker. It's time now for Culture Club. And today we're talking about the Ultra Lux Festival. What is this all about? It is Asia's most prestigious festival for niche luxury. Now, jewelry and watches will be taking center stage at this event with the addition of segments that cater to other lifestyle aspects. This year, Ultra Lux goes beyond the iconic tent at Neon City Civic Plaza in Singapore's Prime Shopping Belt, Orchard Road, with the Singapore Watch Fair taking place at Aquarius Hotel at Resorts World Sentosa. Now, Ultra Lux is poised to be Asia's annual society season, converging jewelry showcases, a watch fair, you know, style runway shows, red carpet events, all over 10 days. And online with me is Angela Lowe, who is the founder and festival director for Ultra Lux. Angela, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon, Elliot. Nice to meet you over the phone. Yeah, nice having this conversation. I suppose let's start off by trying to understand the Ultra Lux Festival a little bit. What is it meant to represent this Ultra Lux Festival? See, the thing is, right, we know that luxury, as we all know, we always buy like handbags, jewelry from international brands. Ultra Lux is a festival that is focused on supporting passions and promoting talent. So we're looking at curating the most talented designers from around the world who are themselves the creators, designer and expert as well as the entrepreneur, showcasing their latest pieces and their most iconic creations. So we range from jewelry to watches to fashion as well as living style. And that's what the festival is all about. It's about talents and passion. Wow, it's also a lifestyle. I like it. So let's talk about how Ultralux has strategically aligned with the voice of the Consumer Lifestyles Survey 2021. What did you pick out of that survey? I think a lot of people are looking for meaning. It's not just about buying something that has just value to the public, but has more extended connection with themselves. Right. It's about being more prudent. It's like at all levels, there must be a value. It's okay. not only like superficial, but also personal. You know, I remember when I used to buy something and it's like, okay, I just buy it because everybody's getting it. <laughs> and then as you, you do a lot of that, then you say, hey, why am I doing this? You know, and then a lot of times you realize that that piece becomes a, an object that becomes something that you just leave over there because the inner connection is actually not as deep. Right. So I realized that the pieces that you actually keep with you and use a lot more often for better ROI because every time you use it more often, you actually get the value of it is like the amount is not is lower, right? Mm. You get, you know, it's like the value is higher. Mm. So I believe that when you have a deeper connection and the meaning is much deeper, you will keep it for a longer time. You right. won't say that I don't want this anymore and it's just sitting there. So to me, that is what I call like you look for value in life. Right, right. You know, Angela, as you were describing your past spending habits, I had a bit of a flashback myself. I totally <laughs> do. get where you're coming from. I do wonder though, and I guess this is a bit of a personal question, right? With regard mm. to finding that meaning, having that value in things that you buy, was this sort of like a post-pandemic? Because the pandemic was a bit of an awakening for everyone. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, before Ultra Lux, we have this festival called Jewel Lux, which is actually the yeah. anchor festival in yeah. Ultra Lux, right? Yeah. So at that time, right, I remember at that time, 2019 was the peak of parties and gala dinners yeah. and activities and a lot of, you know, beautiful, you know, like what you wear, this designer couture piece or that particular jewel, you know, the blings and the, all that, you know? But I think during the pandemic, there's a lot of introspection and a lot of the desire to support community. You know, support individuals because that makes life meaningful. 
you know, when mm. everything is just shut down, the only thing that matters is the person next to you or the people that's around you, rallying behind you or around you. Because okay. all the shopping stops, all the yeah. activities stop, yeah, right? Yeah, so the yeah. people become more important. And I think this is when I see a shift. Actually, it was very gradual in 2021, where people start to veer towards designers and their endeavors and their vision and also their struggles. You know, mm. and to be able to support that. I think we go to the point where, you know, the Renaissance era where the rich and the able and affluent are able to support the talents and grow a community that's culturally rich and visually, aesthetically and, and out. Yeah, yeah. It's so a bit I think like, we're getting to that growth. Yeah, yeah. Projector. It's a bit like chicken and egg, right? What's the point of having luxury items if you don't have people who are willing to help support the growth of those items? Precisely. And mm. you know, at the end of the day, who creates these beautiful things? The designers. Yes, yes. And right? they deserve credit. The craftsmen. Yeah. Yeah, they deserve that time in the, in the limelight, don't you think? I, I completely agree with you. I mean, it's an honest living as well. Is that the emotional well-being aspect about all of this? Because because, I mean, you, you can't help but wonder, you talked about value, right? You also talked a little bit about social responsibility, emotional well-being. Do you see, you know, these three things that customers want to resonate with? Do you see Ultralux being somewhat a representation of that or at least a growth path of that? Ultralux is actually a movement that supports that. In okay. all these years in Jualux, we've always been supportive of independent jewelry designers and watchmakers. Okay, so that's our starting point in, when we launched Jualux in 2017. That was mm. our vision and direction. We just didn't know that the pandemic is going to yeah. entirely this into a movement. Because you know? <laughs> it was very slow in the beginning. We said, yeah. I remember somebody asked me, actually, I sure you want to do this because not many people appreciate these independent designers and watchmakers, you know. They're so niche. And I said, yeah, I felt that that is something here because what we're doing is we're connecting with the real talent, the people with the original idea to create something iconic and yeah. innovative that really can move you. Yeah. Because when you buy something connected to that person that creates something of significance, it's a different meaning beyond just buying something off the shelf. That is true. That is true. And, and it also is a bit of the rise of this whole bespoke movement as well. And, and by the way, you keep mentioning Jewel Lux, right? I was at Jewel Lux uh, 2019 and it was quite a, a world being transported to. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about some of the highlights of this year's installation. Any personal favorites there? Okay, we have this brand that's called Fope. Okay. It's one of my favorite because I feel like it's one of the most innovative and progressive brands. The whole entire patent is about the stretch jewelry. Okay. The jewel is a spring. The entire jewelry is crafted as a spring. And it's, I mean, it's difficult for me to express it over the air because you have to see it and visualize that. How do you create a spring bracelet, a jewelry that is a spring in itself? And yet it's so immaculately crafted mm. to a statement piece. And it's like a luxury for everyday, seamless, beautiful, and sophisticated. So that's one, which is taking gold jewelry, 18 gold jewelry, to a whole new level. The next one I was really keen to introduce is Scott West, but there's the widest range of pink diamonds. And usually when you think of, I got a pink diamonds, you think of, oh my God, it's so expensive. It's going to be like a few hundred thousand or, a, you know, millions of dollars. But this, they're actually creating the accessible range. Right. That you can come and take a look. And you and I can buy one. But of course, it's more expensive than the white, but it's accessible range. And so don't, can... don't say these kind of things. You and I can buy one. Today is my wedding anniversary. My wife's listening. You I'm can buy one. <laughs> okay, you can buy one. Okay, let's save the money. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Defer the gift. Hey, I want to pick up on that point, you know, the part where you talked about you and I can buy one. We have this whole idea and, and you know, with Ultra Lux, the, the luxury of niche. Is this idea of niche a way to appeal to, you know, to break that stereotype, I, uh, all these jewelry only Tai Tai can buy, you know, that kind of thing? Well, okay, let's say, let's put it this way. All <laughs> okay, when it comes to niche, yeah. everybody has this perception that niche is exclusive and yeah. it's really high level. Yeah. I, when I meant niche, I meant exclusive. It's sure. not mass, sure. okay? But it doesn't mean that there is a ready-to-wear range 
that there's no ready to wear range. Because some of these designers, they are like, say for example, they may be very famous in India or they may be very famous in New York or they're very famous in Spain or even Brazil. This year we have a lineup of six Brazilian designers that are totally astounding, creative and amazing. Mm-hmm. So you can come and experience their creativity. And they have ranged that, 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 uh, pieces that range from 2000 to 15000 and know. even from 20000 to hundreds of thousands. Mm. So we curate a wide spectrum of price points. But you can own a piece of iconic jewelry, yeah, yeah. even if it's like I'm gonna come buy five thousand or eight thousand. Yeah. You have that great price range for everybody. No, no, I totally, I totally get where you, you're coming from. It's you know, just that not for the exclusive it's idea of niche and exclusive, and and the value system that represents to you as an individual is the most important aspect of this. I suppose. I mean, we've talked about the entire price range that's on offer at Ultra Lux. What does true luxury then mean to you? When I look at luxury, I believe it's about discerning choices. Okay, so for example, luxury like Laura Piana, okay? That was one of the very clear examples. Sure, sure. Yeah? It's not an opulent statement. Okay. Would you classify a luxury? Okay, because luxury to me is about the impeccable craft. Ah. Attention to detail. Yeah. Yeah. So luxury to me, the outfit with great, a luxurious outfit would be one with perfect stitching. Yes. Or seams that are hidden. So that part is called a luxury of craft. Yeah, right. Paying for the attention to detail. Uh, the entire creation is in an immaculate conception. It may not be a detail. I mean, detail is one of that. And I think the design, the design that is original, it has conceptual meaning. It has a certain purpose in its entire visualization. I think that also gives some value to it. And most of the time when you have those elements put together, they will be of a higher price point than a generic or I would say common design. I also feel that this world, right, this world of niche luxury or even ultra lux for that matter, it's also an evolving world. I mean, this year, I mentioned earlier on that watches or like a a watch fair is part of the entire showcase. Your thoughts on incorporating watches into all of this? Watches is a crucial style statement for gentlemen and for women who are also collecting these independent watchmakers' exclusive creations. It's something that is really growing quite rampantly in Asia, especially in Singapore. This is like, you know, jewelry takes, of course, the watch is like the jewelry equivalent for men. You look at, (laughs) it's like, you look for the design, the craft, the signs, the engineering, the precision, the storytelling. All this goes into the perfect luxury proposition. It needs Mm. to have that story that actually triggers an emotional connection. And I think one of the elements which I failed to mention earlier in any luxury entity is the storytelling of that piece. Ah, okay, yeah, and, and watches are representation of time. I, I totally get what you mean because it was my wife that persuaded me, hey, go get yourself a, an expensive timepiece <laughs> as both a statement and, you know, something to remember by. I suppose the value of watches is also significantly increasing when you consider that there are some prominent brands that if you wanted to buy those watches, you've got to backdate, order them, and it's going to take a while. It's all about supply and demand yeah, at the end of the day yeah. when it comes to rarity, right? So there's a high demand for a certain make or a certain... Because, okay, to be frank, a good piece of work takes time. Yeah. And you cannot rush a production because then it becomes a mess and it's not luxury anymore because when you have a luxury item, it's always in the craft. Mm. There will always be a limit in terms of the quantity as a result of that criteria. Yeah, yeah. Right? So when that happens and there's an overwhelming expectation and demand for it, 
the price will of course increase and it's very simple it's like a gemstone that is of high rarity in yeah. terms of yeah the price will also be increased but people seek for it but that's why watches are now so popular because more and more people are beginning to understand that beauty the science and I feel that the whole generation of human beings in general are beginning to understand how difficult it is to create something yeah. it's like playing God at creating luxury <laughs> or watch you know you know like women giving birth after nine months oh, no. so difficult right so people begin to understand how difficult it is to have an original idea and to actually put to action and creating that. I'm it, not sure giving birth is an original idea, Angela, but no, okay. No, no, every being is an original creation, okay? The DNA formulation, okay? It actually, it's original because the child has original DNA, right? Oh, yeah, it is, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, but yeah, the process genes, is not. Yeah. But, mm, process maybe also, who knows, you know? <laughs> well, we're not going to go there. I just got a final question, Angela, and, and yeah. I can't help it. This is like my business hat. Uh, curious as well. Are we seeing in this day and age, I mean, people are talking about inflation, you know, cost of living, etc., etc. Do you still see consumers willing to spend on luxury? Yes, there's definitely. I see a lot of people spending on luxury, actually. But I think what is the difference is people are more, well, they're more prudent in the sense of how they select, what they select, what they look for. Everybody would have a budget set aside to treat themselves to a luxury. Mm, mm. But the expectation of what that luxury is, is different. So in the past, it may be just, okay, I just buy a piece of luxury anytime I want. Anything I see catches yeah. my attention, yeah. I'll just go get it. But now, you want to know, you speak to the designer, find a connection, yeah. get the storyline a little bit. Oh my God, then you talk about, oh, this is the concept of the design, how it's created, and look at the detailing and the limited edition, what's the serial number. So a lot of these factors start to play. Right. They're making the, the spending count, you know, as opposed to before. I like the way you put that. I have been speaking with Angela Lowe, who is the founder and festival director of Ultra Lux. Angela, I appreciate your time today. Take care and have a great Thank Tuesday you. evening. Thank you, Elliot. Good night. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.